Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Brian Baldinger. Welcome to the best football show. I'm your host, Brian Baldinger. I'm here every day, Monday through Friday, giving you my take on the world of the NFL and all of football, really, uh, from my gorgeous film room here at NFL Films on the third floor. Um, but obviously today, by the way, you can tweet me or watch me on Instagram or at Baldy NFL. But, you know, today, obviously, the big news is the Raiders and what, what transpired. And, you know, when you're on national TV, Monday Night Football and Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, and, you know, the Manning cast, like everybody's paying attention. Everybody tunes into Monday Night Football. It's a big show. And you play like you did on Monday night with a chance to get to 500 and even the record and maybe knock off Detroit, who's a good team. And really, that's even part of the issue is here's Detroit that's building a team the right way through the draft. All those young players in Detroit on national TV playing like this. And the quarterback is playing like this. And you watch the excitement at Ford Field for that team after they came off their worst loss under Dan Campbell where they were down 35-0 the week before to Baltimore. But but the team is young, it's hungry, and it plays the right way. They play with incredible enthusiasm, with good technique and fundamentals. They ran the ball for 222 yards against the Raiders. And so Mark Davis is sitting there, and he's watching this game. And he's watching this, and he's going, wait a second. This is what I thought we were supposed to be doing with Dave Ziegler and his hand-chosen coach to be Josh McDaniel. That's what he thought he was supposed to be building, what they're doing in Detroit, which is a first-place team in the NFC North and a bona fide playoff team. And he saw the exact opposite at Ford Field on Monday night. He saw a team that was, for the second week in a row, because they did the same thing in Chicago the week before, was flat, had no direction, quarterback is lost, a winning quarterback, a quarterback that's played good football in this league, and Jimmy Garoppolo. He's playing his worst football he's ever played. He's never played like this. And there was a moment, I just got done watching it again and again and again, and I've got it out there on Twitter and Instagram now. But I thought there was a defining play in that game. It was a 3-0 game. It's the first quarter. Literally, the Raiders have the ball at midfield on fourth and two. So, I mean, even Troy Aikman said it on, on television Monday night. He said, you know, Devontae Adams, you know, needs the ball. They need to design more offense for him. And that's true. But you can't force the ball to Devontae Adams. You have to let the defense dictate where you go with the ball. So in this fourth and two play, they they drag Devontae Adams in motion to the other side of the field. And Detroit's just sitting there in his zone at the sticks. And Jimmy Garoppolo is looking right at Devontae Adams. And Devontae Adams turns around three yards. And if he throws the ball, it's going to be a pick six. Detroit's just sitting and waiting on it. Like they're in a zone and it's a, a trap. If you throw it to Devontae, either Jerry Jacobs or the underneath defender is going to pick it and go to the house. And the whole thing is going to blow up. Meanwhile, the running backs, Josh Jacobs, runs this little check down right on the Detroit Lions logo, that big, huge logo lion in the middle of Ford Field. 
And he's literally sitting there and waving his arms as he comes out of the backfield. And it's the first down. He's just literally throwing egg toss, you know, a state fair egg toss to Josh Jacobs. And you got your first down. Instead, Jimmy Garoppolo looks and looks and he waits on Devontae Adams. He realizes if he throws, it's a pick six. By that point, the pressure is on him. Now he's running for his life. He's got nothing on the other side of the field. And he just throws a wounded duck that lands nowhere near any Raider player. And the Lions get the ball at midfield. And I thought that probably, that one play, if you had to like sum up this disaster that the season is, maybe that play defines it. Josh Jacobs waving his hands, just, just throw it to me. Just make the easy play. But we're forcing it to our star receiver. So it's a disaster. I mean, they decided to blow out Derek Carr last year and bring in their own guy, Jimmy Garoppolo, and it's been a disaster. Derek Carr has played. He got wounded or hurt early in the year, but he's playing better now. And, you know, New Orleans just put up 38 points the other day, and they look like, you know, they, they could get on their way now. But regardless, I mean, Josh Jacobs led this league in rushing last year. He's the leading rusher in this league. It's a, it's a distinctive – they didn't want to pay him. They didn't want to give him the money. They He held out, like a lot of the running backs. They finally relented. They gave him some sort of an increase, whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is, he led this league in rushing last year. And right now, after eight games, they're dead last in rushing yards and rushing average with the same offensive line. Like Josh McDaniel is supposed to be some sort of offensive guru. It's awful. Their quarterbacks have thrown eight touchdowns against 13 interceptions. He started Brian Hoyer against the Chicago Bears because Jimmy was banged up, and he was awful, just awful. Made the Bears' defense look like they were true monsters of the midway. Now they're going to go with Aiden O'Connell, the rookie out of Purdue, fourth-round pick who played good in the preseason. But he's a rookie. Like, he's going to get his – the teams are going to just do things to him just because he's a rookie and test him. And, you know, maybe Aiden looks good. He looks like he knows what he's doing and – you know, he was a walk-on at Purdue, and, you know, I mean, he's, he's a good story. I hope he does well. I mean, we need good quarterbacks, but the Raiders aren't getting good. So, you know, you, you end up going, Mark Davis goes, okay. Mick Lombardi, the offense coordinator, gone. Josh McDaniel, supposed to design this offense, gone. Dave Ziegler, the whole New England Patriot thing. Like, I'm not here to rip the Patriots at all, but every single coach that's left the nest has not had success. Like, it's Belichick. It's Belichick and it's Belichick's way. It's none of these other guys' way. And so, you know, I'm not here to say that all these other guys can't get an opportunity, can't do it, whatever. But it, it's 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 a mess. It's a mess with the Raiders right now. And I feel bad for guys like Devontae Adams and guys like um, Josh Jacobs and my good friend Max Crosby who play and practice and prepare the right way every day. And and there's others. I don't, I'm not saying that, you know, uh, you know, pick a guy, uh, you know, Colton Miller. I mean, just pick a player, but it's a bad roster. You think about it. They let, well, it's just, it's just bad. So there we go. Um, that's the Raiders. It's a mess. Uh, all the players, Darren Wall. I mean, all the guys, they just let walk out of the building. We'll do it our way. We have, we know the way. And now here they are trying to stay out of the cellar in the AFC West. All right, so that's that. But then yesterday, you know, big news was, you know, the trade deadline. And, and people were saying, well, why why didn't the Raiders trade Devontae Adams? 
and get something for him right now. He's miserable. Let him get something for Devontae Adams. Like, there's other teams, but really, the reason why probably there were no trades involving the Raiders because Mark Davis was trying to sweep up this mess, and there was nobody to take calls or phone, you know, with Dave Ziegler gone and, you know, uh, you know Antonio Pierce, the interim head coach. So that was part of it. But, you know, there's a lot of players that move. Leonard, you know, Big Cat Williams. Leonard Williams goes from the Giants. You know, he goes to Seattle. And, you know, Big Cat can play. He had a great game last week and the week before. Um, but I think Seattle could really use him. I think um, when you look at the way their team is built right now, like you can see Jerron Reed has been a good pickup. If you put Jerron Reed next to Big Cat Williams inside with Jordan Brooks, and Bobby Wagner behind him, and Boye Mafe, and you know Daryl Taylor, and uh, yeah, Daryl Taylor, and some other guys outside. Like, and then what they have in the secondary. I mean, Seattle's loading up. They're in first place in the NFC West, and Pete Carroll's like, okay, they got a big matchup in Baltimore this weekend. We'll put Leonard Williams in there. He'll play. He'll start probably against Baltimore. They're like, let's go. Let's go to Baltimore, and knock off a five and two team, and and uh, and they're loading up, and they. You know, and they've got great young talent on that team. Tremendous young talent. Leonard Williams will fit right in, in that culture, in that system, I believe. So I think that's a great move by Seattle. Then you look at what happened with the defensive ends in Washington. And I understand Chase Young's contract is coming up, and maybe they didn't want to pay him. You know, the going rate, you saw what Nick Bosa got last year, the highest paid defensive player in NFL history. Chase Young's not worth that. And I'm not here to dog Chase Young, but he's not Nick Bosa. There's been an injury history there. Uh, he's played well the last couple of weeks, played well against the Eagles, played well the week before against the Giants. Um, I hope Chase comes all the way back from that gruesome knee injury. Um, I Look, I think San Francisco is saying, look, we, we, we put a ton of resources into our defensive line, and they're not performing. Nick Bosa has two and a half sacks. It's not about sacks. He's not winning his one-on-ones. Javon Hargrave, like, they signed him five minutes in a free agency and gave him a big, fat contract. And I haven't seen Javon Hargrave do a lot. And our, Eric Armstead's a first-round pick. And Drake Jackson's a disappointment at this point. And you go, they signed Cleveland Farrell from, uh, you know, from, uh, from the Raiders in free agency. And I haven't seen him do anything. Like, that defensive line has got to win for him. If they're not getting home, you saw the Vikings carve him up. You saw Joe Burrow pick them apart. Like, they're his own team, and they're getting picked apart because the pressure up front isn't there. And so maybe Chase Young gets this, you know, goes to a like a winning organization that does things the right way with John Lynch and Kyle. There's a heavy demand on how he's supposed to play the game. Um, he's got a great defense line coach in Chris Kacarek. Maybe this is a good new beginning for Chase Young. So we'll, we'll, we're, obviously we're going to follow it. You know, um, and then, you know, they got a bye week and after the bye week, you know, they'll go a month without winning a football game in San Francisco. And I don't know if that's happened under Kyle Shanahan. All right. So and then you can look at Montez Sweat. Montez Sweat's a good player. Like there's there's nothing not to like about Montez Sweat. You know, he's long. He's strong. He's fast. He plays every every game. He doesn't get hurt. Montez Sweat's a great player. So for Washington to say, you know, and they got to you know, figure out how to pay him. But the chances of you finding Montez Sweat in the draft aren't very good. However, if you're watching, you're saying, okay, we paid Deron Payne this offseason. Jonathan Allen's been paid. 
We're not paying Chase Young. We're not going to pay Montez what? Well, okay. You say, well, what have they won with those four number one draft picks? You know, everybody talks about, oh, defense line. Well, what have they won? They were 8-1 last year. They're a losing record this year. Um, so maybe it's time to take the assets, whatever you could get, a second-round pick for Montez, a third-round pick for Chase, and go into the draft and free agency next year with more money and go build this team a different way, probably starting on the offense line. That'd be my guess. So Montez Sweat goes to Chicago, and they need – look, Chicago right now, the leading sacker on the team is the middle linebacker, T.J. Edwards, on blitzes. Um, last year, Jaquan Brisker, their safety, led him in sacks with four. They need – you know, and they spent money on T.J. Edwards and, you know, Tremaine Edmonds and – all right. I mean, I wouldn't have done that. I don't believe that's the way to build a team. But they spent a lot of money on the inside linebacker position. And they're playing better on defense, although you wouldn't recognize it against the Chargers the other night. But they played better. And so get themselves a cornerstone defensive end in his prime that's got a big upside. You got to figure out his contract. You got to pay him. Um, so that's good. And then I, I think the other guy worth talking about is just Josh Jobs. Josh Jobs has started 10 games, two games in Tennessee last year, eight games this year in Arizona. And for the most part, he's been he's been pretty good. They They have played poorly in the fourth quarter, and Josh Dobbs has turned the ball over in the fourth quarter. But he's been a leader. He's been tough. When you watch him, he's a good athlete that can run. He can extend plays. He can run for first downs. Um, he's kept him in every game that Arizona's played. They, you know, they've been outscored by a wide, wide margin in the fourth quarter to lose seven out of eight games. But Minnesota needs a quarterback. I mean, that defense has turned things around. They went up to Green Bay and they thumped them. They've turned the thing around on defense. Jordan Addison is the real deal. Justin Jefferson's coming back. T.J. Hawkinson, they need a quarterback, you know. And so, you know, they'll start they'll start a rookie this year or this week. But, you know, Josh Dobbs has proven in Tennessee last year, in Arizona this year, that he can learn and digest an offense very quickly. And so maybe – Maybe Josh Dobbs could be the answer in Minnesota. Give them a week. You know, they'll, they'll play the rookie out of BYU this week, and we'll, we'll see how they do. But um, I thought that was a good move by Minnesota to get a guy that's just, you know, because they're going to they're gonna start Clayton Toon maybe this week, the rookie out of Houston uh, this week in Arizona. You know, and they're just waiting for Kyler Murray to get ready. And, you know, maybe he's ready this week, but I think by next week he will. So I think it's a win-win for Arizona. They get some assets for Josh. He did his job. Um, he's been a good leader. And so, uh, but Kyler's coming back and Minnesota needs a quarterback. So I think that's that's it. You've been watching the best football show with Brian Baldwin. I will be here tomorrow. And I'll probably be previewing Thursday night football, Tennessee and Pittsburgh. Thanks for tuning in. 